0: You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303 292 9992, now in Lowry or downtown.
1: Hello, everyone. It's that time for the J Moore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. And now here's your host, John C. Morley. How are you tonight, Marcus? So, um, we got a lot of new things changing around with, you know, people being uh, home and, you know, um, I guess wanting to usually people are buying lots of cars and leasing cars, but I've been noticing people are keeping their, uh, their old cars for a lot longer because of the pandemic. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it, it, it is. It's, it's, uh, it's something we we actually have, uh, it's, it's almost like these cars, um, are like, you know, they're, they're, they're just kind of like, you know, you'd say they'd be, they would be, uh, Coming from all over the place, and uh, I don't know, but just uh, it seems like the, these flying cars are, are not like they used to be. Like you know, you always see you look for a red car, or a blue car, and when you look at it, it's like gee, all there are is red cars and white cars and yellow cars on the road. But it's always the car you buy. You ever notice that?
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: we have an interesting segment about that later on in the program. But you know, something a little more important I think than cars for the moment is identity. I'm sure you could probably agree with me, Marcus, right? You know, our daddy, protecting our daddy, making sure somebody doesn't steal it.
2: Absolutely, uh, there's a, a lot of that you have to uh, be worried about, and uh, uh, so much of that um, is a concern. You know, uh, so what do we do, John? You know, uh, when we have important documents laying around, especially, you know, you get so much stuff in the mail, and you know, even even the stuff you get in the mail can be. Uh, utilize as uh, I guess uh, stuff people can use to use
1: against you. It, it, exactly, Marcus. You know, and it, it's not just documents. This is the funny thing: it's credit cards that get sent to you in the mail. You know, like sometimes they send you something and you're pre-approved, or they send you an offer, and it has like your address on it and stuff like that. So it's more than just a document. It could be a lot of other things. Um, you know, maybe it's an application for something, but they have like your information on there. And sometimes your social security, some numbers on there. Uh, sometimes what about your bank statements? Right. Even though there's things online, but you know, that's a real good question. You know, What do you really do? Uh, I bet most people you talk to probably just say throw it in the garbage, right? Yeah. Or some people <laughs> from, from the year one probably would tell you to burn it. Now I can't tell people to burn things. Now, obviously that would probably destroy it. Right. Yes. But that's probably not really feasible. So, um, in our times, there's there's uh, a way that's come up to actually handle those things, and we call it shredding. Uh, it's not new to anybody, but I think what's new to people is that people always think they can get a shredder, uh, you know, at the local—I don't know—food store, or they can get it at the drugstore, or they can get it at their local um, uh, superstore around the corner, and uh, they're always trying to get one for like you know $29.95, $39.99, $49.99 some of them even fit on the top of a, a waste paper basket. You can get some for like fifteen dollars. I don't know about you, but I don't think they could be much good.
2: No, they don't. They don't, they don't seem like uh, they are the most uh, re, uh, re, uh, re, reliable,
1: type of, uh credit paper space. They're not. But you know what? People yeah. buy on price, don't they? They yeah, buy on price, and and they think that because they're buying on this price, that you know, hey, I'm I'm shredding my documents. I'm protecting my Danny. Well we know how this works. Basically people would put something in the garbage and then there's an unscrupulous person that would actually be waiting maybe in their building or maybe in their neighborhood or even the garbage people. It's not nice to say Mm -hmm. Uh, nothing bad about garbage people, but it could be anybody. And uh, these people would basically, you know, grab your information. And a lot of these people are very trained, Marcus. They go to certain very well-off neighborhoods and um, they know what they're looking for. And they know a lot of times the older people don't actually take the time to shred stuff or shred it properly. So it gets back to my conversation. So you got different levels of destruction, okay? A P1 to a P7, but we'll make it really simple for everybody. Those shredders that you get for, I think, 19 99 now, or you can see them, you buy one, you get one free. Well, yeah. <laughs> they shred uh, strips uh basically in greater than or equal to 12 millimeters. That's a half an inch wide. Now, if you were to imagine that or take a scissor, you could probably cut paper in that in just a few minutes. But I bet if somebody really wanted to put that back together, I bet they could and they could get your confidential information.
2: Absolutely. Really uh, quite easily. You know, so, um you know, it's, it's just a matter of just... You know uh, you know if you're a persistent uh, a criminal you know you can get, you can make anything
1: happen it, exactly and a, and a p1 is where it was many years ago don't buy a p1 if somebody gives you a p1 I pay them to take it back from me <laughs> uh, a p2 is the next level okay P2 is greater than or equal to six millimeters okay that's a quarter of an inch wide little better, right? Right. So now it's a little harder, but you could still put things together if things strip into a quarter. So remember, we're talking about one strip. So now taking your scissor and just cutting a little bit wider, you could probably figure out how to put that puzzle together, right? Wouldn't take long. Absolutely. And a criminal that's very experienced in this, he has this down pat that he knows how to do this. Now, one thing I should tell you, Marcus, is that when we talk about shredding, It's really important to talk about security. So a P2 is obviously better than a P1. And you're probably going to find a P2 for a few dollars more, uh, fictitiously, as I'm saying, or realistically, than a P1. But, you know, a P1, a P2 are not HIPAA compliant. You probably heard these buzzwords before. HIPAA, Mm -hmm. the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. And uh, it's also not compliant by FACTA. A lot of people don't know what FACTA is. FACTA is the Fair and Accurate Credit Transactions Act. It's known as FACTA. And it was put in place to make sure all of your sensitive, personal data, like your banking data, your credit data, it's properly destroyed. So if they don't even put their blessing on a P1 or P2, why should you? Right? Exactly.
2: Yeah, I I just, it it just makes me feel very uncomfortable, you know, uh doing something that the the, the the big boys isn't doing you know so you know if it's not if it's not good enough for them why is it not good enough for me
1: right now the thing about this a p1 shredder and a p2 shredder are strip cut shredders okay that means they take they take lines and they cut down one strip just like a strip that's all they do and um, the thing about it is that they actually um take these strips. So when you get to a P2, it's a little bit smaller, as we said. Now, a P3, okay, um, is a strip cutter. And here's something interesting to know about a P3. A P3 is also a strip cutter. But did you know that a P3 is the only strip cutter that produces a small enough shred to satisfy the compliance for the laws of HIPAA and FACTA? That means that a P3 shredder, okay, uh, we just said what a P1 was and what a P2 was, which is greater than or equal to a quarter. Well, a P3 shredder actually is greater than or equal to two millimeters. That's pretty small, isn't it? Yeah, that's still pretty small. And it is a strip cutter. Somebody thinks just because it's a strip cutter, it's, it's, it's not great. But So we all know that criminals can put things back together, right? They're, they're, they're masters at that. If they took their talent and actually used it for something productive, well, they wouldn't be a criminal now, would they? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> that's but that's a discussion for, <laughs> for, for another program. Um, but a P3 is the only shredder on the market that cuts in solid strips, very thin strips, where than or equal to 2 millimeter. Yeah. And they believe that because of this, this standard, it, it, it's small enough that it's going to cause a lot of complication for somebody to put it back together. So it's given a P3 um it has a uh, there's always a trade-off when you go from p1 to p7 there's cost and there's speed and there's security those are your your balances and most people weigh those some people don't but when you're shopping for a shredder a p3 which is uh strips that are only uh, greater than uh uh, i'm sorry when i say great it's actually actually less excuse me less than or equal to pardon me two millimeters not greater than or actually uh less than or equal to so just to review that a p1 is is going to be um a shred that is is less than or equal to a quarter um and uh, p1 is going to be less than or equal to a half p2 less than or equal to a quarter p3 is less than or equal to two millimeters and that is still that is going to be HIPAA compliant you can put that in your offices you can use that in medical offices and it's going to be fine now i personally am not happy with a p3 here's why If everything is all just cut in strips and I have enough time, don't you think I eventually could figure out the combination eventually? Since there's only one type of combination I have to get. I only have to get it in either the left or the right. So there's a higher chance of me guessing it isn't there. I don't have to match anything else. It's just little thin strips. Now, a P4, Marcus, is actually a uh what we call cross cut a cross cut shredder is when you actually take a scissor and you cut it one way but then you cut it another way so if you cut it vertically you're going to cut it diagonally um so it crosses the boundary from a p3 to p4 it's it's they're saying it's just as as uh as secure as a p3 but I, i don't see how that's possible what do you think
2: yeah, it does. It doesn't really seem like you know it's you know it's, it's really doing doing you any more justice than you know the the P three. You know, you might as well just spend the same amount of money.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, so the P four has one. Well, the P four has one level of more complication to it. The P four actually has another cut. So it's a cross cut. So when I tell people to get a shredder, they should always get a cross cut, okay. even if they're trying to shop the cheapest shredder. Get a cross cut. Okay. Um, and um, the thing about a cross-cut shredder is that's like the entry level to security. I don't even think a P3 is close, but a P4 has that extra chop ratio. Um, so I think a P4 is a little better. According to the industry standard, they say that a P3, it, it just crosses the boundary just slightly from a P3 to a P4. That's the crossing uh, for what they call double protection. So... Because of the small uh, sizes people get, and, and again, the, the smaller these shreds are in your shredder, the more impossible it is for people to make sense of what you just shredded. <laughs> I'm sure you've taken a piece of paper before, right, and just ripped it up and threw it in the garbage can? Yeah, definitely have done that. You know, um... and, and, and your little ones could probably take that out and uh, in, in less than probably 10 minutes come back to you like... Oh, where'd that come from? I thought I threw that out. But well, why'd you throw that out? <laughs> and you didn't want that to be it. You wanted that to be trashed. So um, when somebody throws a piece of paper out, my feeling is they don't really want it to be forgotten about. When somebody burns or shreds something, it's gone for good. So let's take a look at the next level. Now, this is the level that I consider. Uh, this is actually what I use every day in, in my business and consider it uh, secure enough, which is a P5. So that's a smaller crosscut, and that is uh, less than or equal to two millimeters. Okay, uh, but here's the funny thing about a P5: even though it has that that standard, uh, it provides more security with the crosscut standards that are only less than or equal to thirty millimeters uh, squared. Um, the width is 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 just less than or equal to two millimeters, but. It's still not small enough, Marcus, to meet NSA requirements for destroying classified information. So who needs anything above a P5? Well, I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who needs more than
2: don't.
1: a P5 or, or right at P P5? <laughs> so the next person after a small business. So as we already said, whether a medical or whether you're home, you should have a P5. If you have a P3, I'm not going to shoot you, but you should have a P5. Yeah. It's only a few dollars more. And um, you're going to get a little better quality shredder, too. So the person that would get a P5 um, is, like I said, I I like the P5 because I feel it's secure enough. Um, But with a P5, it does get slower when it shreds. And a lot of people, when they shred, Marcus, they're impatient. They think that if it goes through those teeth that grind really quickly, that they're safe. But if you're really not grinding enough, then what's so safe about it? So for somebody who wants a little more protection, like I do, over a P4, a P5 is the one. So then who has to go above a P5? Great question. A P6 is for more secure but less common areas. So it's cross-cut, and it's only less than or equal to 10 millimeters squared, Mm. with a width of less than or equal to 1 millimeter. But a P5 shredder and a P6, as I said... Is still not enough to meet the NSI guidelines. Isn't that something?
2: <laughs> That's crazy.
1: So, cutting it really small with your scissors, small as you could, and then cutting it again, it's still not secure enough.
0: You gotta go up to a P7. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303 292 9992, now in Lowry or downtown.
1: Standard for the pinnacle of protection, and you're going to pay a nice little hefty price, uh, probably somewhere up around fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. Wow!
2: Is this what we're seeing in the Pentagon?
1: Uh, yes, you're you're seeing the P7. Uh, our finest taxpayer dollars at work. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So the Pentagon and the government and CIA and the FBA—they all use a P7. Because they have what they call a DIN standard. I'm not going to get into that. But this is a level of destruction, and the government has their own. And they even state that you have to use certain shredders for certain things. Let's say they're just shredding things uh, in the kitchen. Well, they might have a standard that they could get away with a P5. Right. But if this is confidential documents, so even at the White House or at 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 an office – they have standards, but if it's something that's dealing with confidential information, it has to be a P7. Mm. So again, it's really secure, um, and it has a maximum of only four characters can be seen on a single shred. Wow. Okay.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Good luck. So for, somebody good has. Luck somebody has together.
1: to get. Somebody has to get a life if they can put a P7. Together. Yeah. They, yeah. They, that's you
2: know that's that's like the hardest. Pro, uh, uh, well, you know, uh, one of those—it makes me think of one, uh, one of those uh, puzzles, you know, that you guys and the boxes. You know, uh, a thousand pieces. This is way more than a thousand pieces.
1: Try probably try try a million, <laughs> and now take take the images off of the puzzle, and now well let, let's do the take take the images and cut the images, okay, and now try to put them back together. Good luck. yeah
2: it, There's nothing happening,
1: Imagine the images to that puzzle, Marcus, being smaller than a dot on your finger or the dot of a pencil. Let's just imagine that. How the heck? Or they said said you could actually have four characters. So let's imagine it's four pencil point tips. How the heck are you going to put that together? K-R-L-M. How are you going to put that together? I don't even know what clicks to, right? It ain't working. It ain't working. So a P7 shredder... Uh, is a very, very specific type of shredding that meets the NSA requirements for shedding, shredding classified and confidential information. So P7, as we can see, has a very high level of security. It is extremely slow, and mm-hmm. um, it has a nice little price tag that goes with it. But the most uh, relevant thing I think we should note about a P7 shredder is, again, they are the slowest. Uh, and do you know a P7 shredder? Now listen to this can only handle 10 sheets per pass.
2: <laughs> That's got to be by <laughs> design. So, yeah, you, you know, you would think that, like, you know, for such a, a healthy price, you'll get more. But I, I guess, you yeah, know, this
1: uh, is... The problem is this, uh, Marcus, you always hold the, you heard the old adage, you know, like they would always say with uh, Mr. Gates and all these people, you know, if cars were up to where computers were, we'd each be buying our car for about the price of a cup of coffee.
2: Yeah, practically.
1: Right. So the reason that P seven, okay, is so much money is because there's not a big demand for it. Mm. If less than 5% of our nation, they're using the similar technology, similar blades, right? But they haven't spent time for the engineering because the only customer they have is the government. And if they buy so many of these, that's not enough of them. If they only have the government, that's probably not enough of a customer
2: no not at all you know you know there's there's a lot of a lot of those pet projects out there like that you know a lot of tech out there that that go out there that um you know a lot of these corporations uh already uh, have access to them and uh, a lot of governments is uh, government entities that have access to them too and you know it, it, you become a consumer, you know. Well, as a as a consumer who can only purchase on things under a thousand bucks, you get very jealous and envious. like, hey man, you know, I would really like to have my hands on that. Why they can't, you know, just, you know, <laughs> you know, work out a deal with me.
1: <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I think this is this is the challenge. So, so, so there are some large companies obviously out there that make them. And when you talk about a P7 shredder. Now, you could go buy one of these for your home if you want one, just in case anybody was interested. It's only going to cost you about 1000 bucks, okay? Yeah. To have a seven-sheet capacity, okay, uh, shredder for your home that is a P7 uh, technology. Well,
2: that's nice. Well, at least there's Isn't something nice? else out there. Uh,
1: for... Yeah, I think there's something else I could spend 1000 bucks on.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And when you get up to a little higher, like the ones close to two grand, well, guess what they do for you? They don't make they don't make breakfast for you, but they do auto oil themselves. Isn't that nice? A shredder that oils itself for you. I mean, I'm more than happy. I buy the I buy the oil. Now listen to this. I'm not going to mention the the company's name because they don't give us any any credit here. But the company that made a shredder for a long time, they had a big name. You probably know them. They started with an F and uh and it's not a bad word but <laughs> they started with an f and the thing is is that the shredders were good in the beginning you know what happened they got like crap i remember buying one it was so great it was so quiet and then they started to break down and then they had gym features and they just started make, getting made like junk and then i started to oil it but what i learned about these shredders is if you oil them well they last yeah uh and the shredders out there that are lasting two things are happening one, they're raising the prices on them or they're becoming discontinued mm-hmm. they want you to buy another shredder I mean I, I mean I think I think we know America's about things that break down and they, they want us to have a, a meantime between failures so I think you could agree with me that everyone should go out and get a shredder uh, in case any of you guys are wondering not that you are um, so we have a Jay Moore unboxing channel um, at jware.com under social. Uh, which is available 24 hours a day. And we have a Jaymore uh, Reviews channel um, where we actually review different shredders. And we actually reviewed a, uh, um, actually a P3 technology. And we just reviewed a P5. Um, the only thing about the P5 I have to tell you that I'm not crazy about is when it comes to you, it smells like it's been living in oil. And those blades are razor sharp, but... They have a lot more blades on a P5 than they do on a P1 or P2. And that's by design. So they oil the heck out of those things. So you could take a look, but when you go to buy a shredder and you want a later technology or the more security, you're going to get something that's slower. You're not going to be able to jam 30 pages in that. You know. So if, the thing is, if it's eating your paper too fast, take a look at that, those papers that come through the bin and see how well... They're actually shredded. Or are you just getting fooled because they're going to some bin? Uh, they also yeah. shred your credit cards, by the way, your CDs, things like that. They even have a little compartment so that it doesn't uh, sh- cut the bag and cut them in half. So a lot of them are doing that. But I just saw so many companies out there that have shredders. And I must have returned at least 12. I didn't unbox all those. But at least 12 of them over the past 15 to 20 years that I think were just crap.
2: Yeah, so... So you know, um, you know, you, you, I'm glad you mentioned you know the, the the importance of like you know not jamming the thing up and you know and um, and the fact that you can put your credit card in there and and, and CD, CD rhymes in there. You know, I know sometimes some something that happened in the past. People used to try to take floppy disks and put them in there. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I I, I think you know so I know that wasn't that. A really a
2: good idea. You know.
1: No, no, no. And, and and putting plastic in there could be a problem, too. Yeah. Like you really shouldn't put plastic bags... It, it's not a garbage disposal. <laughs> you know? I mean, I mean, I mean, seriously, it's not a garbage disposal. Uh, but what I tell people, some advice for any shredder, you know, if you get one of those nice uh, things of oil, make sure the oil you're getting, whoever you're buying, there's a lot of them out there, it's not flammable. Yeah. I know that sounds funny, but you're putting it right near a hot engine. <laughs> so... You want to lube that baby up you want to put it on the paper put them right in and just slide it in but you want to be careful um that you're using the right oil and you can check and see that this is approved for shredders so there isn't one for p1 or p7 it's the same oil and you put it on a paper and every time you change the bag you should load oil on the bottom load oil on the other side run it through let it get wet and just and put it right through Uh, i used to buy those bags you know that were pre-filled with oil they're a waste of money I just make my own. I take a piece of paper and I just take the big, you know, like mustard or ketchup bottle. I call it. Flip it over. You don't buy one of those little bottles for two ninety nine. Buy the big bottle. You no, know, go on, Buy the nice big bottle because uh, it's um, it's it's really important. And I think I'm actually gonna uh, gives me an idea. I try, we also have a recommended page that we put things that people want. I think I'm gonna add the oil on there because so where can I get the oil? So I'm definitely gonna add that because if you take care of your shredder. I had a shredder that lasted me over six years. Wow. Six years.
2: Yeah, I, got, um, yeah, I, I, I can't even remember the last time I had one. and Now I feel a little bit embarrassed now. So, You know, because <laughs> I just usually just go and borrow some buddies or head over to FedEx.
1: But do you know what they charge when you go to the stores? First, you got the Inca beans, right, to go down there. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to charge you by the pound. Now, yeah, yeah. you're not actually going to see it being destroyed. You're going to drop it in some locked bin. Yeah. And guess what happens? Sex. You hope they shred it right. It's going to some big company that's probably publicly traded. But do they really shred it? I mean, they claim their bond and all this stuff. But I mean, do they really shred it? I, I just have a second guessing about that. Yeah. I want to shred it. Just make sure you don't shred the wrong things, like your your uh, you know your refund check if you're getting one in the mail or. You know, shred any any of your important documents like your lease or uh-huh. uh, um, any kind of contracts you have. Or because, a baseball uh,
2: card that was signed. <laughs> or a baseball
1: card that's signed with a, with, a, with a famous. Um, yeah. Or a two dollar bill. That, that, or a two dollar bill exactly, <laughs> or those stamps that are priceless, right? Yeah. So I think uh, you know I think this was a really important topic. So this is why we did take the time to review some shredders, and uh, we may review some smaller shredders, but I don't think it's necessary. I, I think. You know, the shredders out there, there aren't that many out that are good. And, um, you know, you're going to spend some money. Uh, to get a typical P5 uh, shredder, you're going to pay just around 250 to $299. Now, that's going to do about five to six pages. Really, it does about four to five. And um, if you want to get a shredder that does the, let's say, the um, P3, It's gonna cost you about the same amount of money. Uh It's just gonna shred less it's gonna shred more pages, so maybe gonna get ten. So is it really worth it to get double the amount of pages to get less of the security? I don't think so. (laughs) That's a good job for an intern. Right? Yeah, that's
2: it. It turns into an all day job usually, so you know that's why you wanna hand it off to an intern.
1: You don't you don't wanna that's one of those jobs that you don't want to have a suit and tie on, you wanna come there with jeans and just just kind of camp out Uh by the shredder have your sandwich well have it whatever you have in your soda or your water nope, nope, just probably do i'm shredding yeah, documents
2: grab you know? some coffee while you edit so you know so yeah if uh, you do
1: it it's an all-nighter thing right it is
2: it, it, you know like um, man i i i got documents that you know that i, I definitely need shredded and um and i, I just thought you know like you said you know i don't throw the stuff away i just um uh, i just put it i got a public storage for old documents i don't keep it in my house well,
1: one of the other shows we're going to talk about, not tonight. We're going to talk about what you do with them before you shred the documents, because you want to keep records on them. We'll talk about that on another show. But just to tell you right now, if you were to take two hundred fifty dollars, okay, and you know everybody's got to pay sales tax, so let's just average the sales tax on there. So let's say you're paying—I'll uh, round it up to say it's about two hundred seventy bucks, roughly. So you take two hundred seventy dollars and you divide that by twelve months. Okay, that's twenty-two fifty. You divide that roughly 20, 22 days a month, roughly. So you're telling me, for your price of your protection, you can't afford a dollar or two? You pay more money for a thing at Starbucks or or, 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 or your fast food joint, right? Right. A dollar to a day. And you know that you have the peace and mind and comfort destroyed, whatever you need to destroy. Maybe you have to destroy an old passport. don't want that 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 flopping around there's rumors saying that they're worth over twenty thousand dollars now yes they cut them but do you really want your passport floating around with some numbers that somebody could try to figure out about you and learn about you i don't think so do you know that if somebody just has your social security number they can actually create other things they can create a license and by somebody just having your light, they can create other stuff, which allows them to open accounts. This is why it's so important to destroy these documents once and for all, because if this winds up on the on the on the, the uh, on, on the bad web, okay, um, that information is going to be sold for pennies on the dollar. And what they do over there, they have machines, and it's really sick. And somebody buys a machine, and they just print credit cards, and they have a stack of credit cards, and they go out to the gas station, and they go run it. Uh, and the card doesn't work anymore. Oh, okay. Let me use another one. Now, they don't pull up this big wad in front of the store. They're like, oh, let me go see if I have another, my other card. They open this big case. Nobody sees them. They pull another one out. They take that credit card. They rip it up, put it aside. And, oh, here's another one. And it all has those thousand cards all have their name on it. Isn't that, isn't that just crazy? There was a movie about that many years ago. And the thing is, this one lady that did this she didn't realize what she was doing to the person. She didn't see that person as a person. She saw that person as an object, as an asset that she wanted. That's stealing. All right. I, I think we beat the shredding to death, right? I, th- I think that was uh, pretty informative, right? Hopefully, our viewers uh, got some sense to uh, look at the shredder they I have just, and. I was just checking, checking out <laughs> some. Don't let being treated for pain be a
0: pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare. 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare 303 292 9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?
2: on and, you know a lot of them you know, are, you know are just nodding and agreeing you know so you know um, so if
1: somebody gave a great thing to do if you're a business owner and we do this a lot give away a shredder yeah. give away a shredder when you know you can't do it now with COVID but give away a shredder
2: that'd be a nice thing that'd be a nice real nice gesture
1: yeah we're actually gonna be doing that so that's why I brought that up We're actually going to be giving away a shredder in a uh, a couple shows. We're going to be giving a shredder away. We're going to be doing a contest on the air. Probably next month we'll do it. And uh, because I want to help people to understand that it's really about their security. I don't want to give them some little trinket that they're just going to throw in the garbage. I want to give them something that's going to change their life. Because I think that's what we're all about here. You're about transforming people's lives. I'm about helping people do the right things and knowing how to use their technology the right way. You know, we can use our lives, good or bad. We can use technology to be good or bad. Let's use it for good. Absolutely. So with all this information, like papers flying around the room, Marcus, and it's getting back yeah. to a lot more things are flying around the room, like yes. cars, yes. you know, in speaking one city. Of,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> flying, You flying, know, um, you know, New Hampshire uh, opens his roads to flying cars. So there was a, a bill, you know, uh, that was signed uh, by Governor uh, Suns, Sun, okay,
1: you know? Sun, you know? uh, it, it was it was a it was the bill eighty two. The uh, Granite Senate passed yeah. the bill. Uh, I think a few Wednesdays ago. It, uh, they called it the, the AKA the Jetson bill. Yeah, the Jetson. <laughs> I mean, now if that's not a flash through time, now that show was a little bit uh, way ahead of its time. Yeah.
2: But, but I kind of feel like we're kind of late now. Uh, with the, you know, we've, <laughs> we've, been, we've been waiting for these flying cars for a long time.
1: Well, I got some good news and some bad news. So so the bill was passed. Bill 1182 was passed, called the Jetson Bill. Um, it includes a provision that makes flying cars legal on public roads in that state. But um, they're not going to hit the road anytime soon. Um, they're supposed to take us in the future. And it brings us to a brand new acronym, which when I say it, you'll probably think I'm smoking, called VTOL vertical takeoff and landing gear, just like they did on the Jensen. You know, kind of landing. You know, I just love the way they had the little little tube, me, boy, Elroy, and it kind of like just zoomed right out of the thing. I mean, are we actually going to be deployed from a space capsule and then just kind of, I don't know, that just seemed a little weird. And then you just kind of, when you come home, you just kind of zoom up through a tube. <laughs> so, we, so we're going uh, mean, to get everything too? through. They do everything through conveyor belts, including uh, Elroy, they take they take showers. They they get they, they yeah. get haircuts. They all go through a conveyor belt. I don't know. I think life moves fast enough. Why do we have to put ourselves on a conveyor belt? Let's enjoy some of the good experiences we have, like getting a haircut or taking a shower or getting a massage. Let's not let's not rush that process.
2: No, I'm not looking forward to you know being <laughs> you know being even more lazier. You know. It,
1: <laughs> but do you know. That that late that TV show that was on uh, not too many years ago uh, basically went off the year a little while ago. Uh, the Jetsons, that particular car that we're talking about, prototyping for something close to that, um, that's going to sit us uh, right in around two hundred seventy nine thousand dollars for a basic Wow. So now my question is, how's that thing going to be fueled, and what's that? What's that tank going to be like? We know that when you when when you load up an airplane, you're talking sometimes 150 or 250 thousand uh, dollars to load it. So, well, most people you say you're going to go to the gas station. How much is the gas? Well, they got to have a pretty. Uh, they, they don't use credit cards. They actually have a credit limit. They have an account. Yeah. You know, you go to your gas station. How many times do you say, "Oh, yeah, fill it up." How much? Five. Okay, 275 thousand. Where do all zeros come from? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, and then we're going to have to deal with more air traffic control and stuff like that. So I think it's important to keep keep a look on a uh, look out for. It. But again, I, I just uh, you know the media likes to bring things up. I, I don't think anything's going to happen anytime soon. Um, you know, but thinking about the media, what's going on with HBO, uh, Marcus?
2: Yeah, so we, so we got uh, you know other things happening. You know, with uh, HBO Max, uh, they are a newer streaming app they come with a healthy, uh, price tag of, uh, $15. You know, that seems pretty typical, don't you know, uh, with some of these streaming apps, but, um, uh, they're looking to replace, uh, their HBO Go, which just appears on Saturday. Um, but
1: the okay. says
2: it on Roku or Amazon Fire TV yet? Yeah.
1: So, how, how, but, but I guess that's going to give our rivals of the thing like Disney and, yeah, Disney and Plus, Pixar and stuff like you
2: know, that. Yeah, they, uh, they're going to um, rival Netflix. Uh, they got a they got a nice little catalog of uh, hit shows and movies, uh, plus a, a big budget slate of uh, originals too. They have. Yeah. They how,
1: a- how do you how do you feel about that? How do you think that's going to go over, Marcus?
2: You know, it, it can get a bit confusing. You know, uh, you you already have a slew of uh, different apps already, but you know, but I think I think the. the the, the population likes options, and, but, you know, uh, what they, you know, I don't know what they don't like. It's like constantly having to keep pay, paying for all these different apps. You know, uh, you know you're going to have to decide which ones uh, it's gonna, you're going to have to go. Uh, so I think that's going to be, you know, uh, the biggest uh, biggest challenge here, you know, uh, with uh, HBO coming in to an already uh, competitive market.
1: I wish they, I just didn't have a competitive market for like the cable. I know, like at home, I have Altice, and uh, since the the French brought this uh, company over, I don't know. I just seem like my price tag—I negotiate it down. It just seems like it just keeps getting higher every year, and I don't seem to order any new services, but my bill keeps going up.
2: Yeah, I I don't understand that. Cable (laughs) will be a thing of the past, you know. um, You know, as as long as these uh, app wars continue to happen, you know. I, I think
1: but they're still going to be around because we still need to have high-speed internet things like that. So, especially for home, I think that's still going to be there. I mean, but I just still think the government needs to step in and regulate the pricing. I think it's just getting out of hand.
2: Yeah, because you know, if if, if people are watching watching uh, you know TV more from from a Roku or from a from an Amazon or you know from other. Uh, platforms and they're they're playing paying much lower lower rates you know it, it it feels like you know they are you know uh price gouging uh on the on the cable end of things and you know they they shouldn't be able to get away with that
1: yeah it, it, it I, I think i think it's kind of crazy uh that you know that, that that this is happening but you know. All these things, like you know, every so many years you lose a channel. Whether it's a Disney Channel, I remember several years. Remember, we lost the Food Network, yeah. And it was right when they had uh, what was it, uh, uh, Battling of the Kitchen or something like that with uh, Iron Chef, yeah. right? And and they were doing the battle. I'm like, I want to see that. And I this letter. We're working on. I was like, so what did they do? Which was great. They allowed it to air on Channel 13. I thought that was just like the smartest thing. I don't know who did that. I'm guessing Iron Chef went to Channel 13 and said, look, we got a lot of viewers need to put this on the air. Uh, I don't know how that happened, but I thought that was great. I think a show like Iron Chef should be on Channel 13. It's public television, right. you know? Um, I don't know about you, but when you think about cable, um, you know, many, many years ago when I didn't have cable when I was growing up, you know, my parents always had the, you know, the aerial on the roof. And we didn't get cable till I probably was uh, in my... I'm going to say just till I was maybe about just my early teens or toning uh, uh, 13 or 14. And it was then that it was like, you know, you had to get cable. It was the end thing. Uh, but my parents were always against it because they said, oh, gee, there's X-rated content on it. It's not a good thing. And, um, you know, you could block all that stuff. But I think it got a bad connotation with the media. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it just seemed to always be a problem. And then finally, you know, they had some more affordable packages that came out but. Cable originally was, was marketed so that people could sit and watch TV, not that I want to do that, and not have commercials. Well, what happens on cable today? There's commercials. Yeah. How do you get commercials? The whole idea of paying for cable is that I have a commercial-free television network. We're paying money for no commercials. We're getting commercials. I- I'm missing something there. You get that?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's totally, you know, uh, kind of backhanded what they did, you know, over the years. And they, they, they totally have programmed people to accept it and uh, take a blind eye to, you know, what the original concept was. It's all about. And um, it's like they, they don't value the customers anymore. And, you know, like you said, they, they, they feel like they can drop a, a, a network whenever they want to. Um without considering the fact that, like, it's a popular network, you know, so, like, every year they threaten stars,
1: (laughs) so, so I don't know what that's all
2: about, but, you know. I know. (laughs) Yeah, so it's a real, real, strange thing.
1: And then they play this game where, you know, they say, well, gee, I love when they call him and say, gee, well, you know, we got a special, okay, and we're going to give you this, this, and you're going to get this too free, then they tell you, Oh, for just fourteen days, but there's then it'll bill at just 999 or four. But they 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 say that so quick you don't even hear it, and then when you try to cancel the channel, good luck. Uh, but I actually had a, had a way that kind of beats this, um, and it's completely legal. You have your channel, and you're watching I don't know whatever channel you want to watch HBO. But tomorrow I want to watch the Fight Channel. I just call up the automated system, tell them that I want to exchange my channel. And you can exchange your channel as many times as you want, although you can't exchange it within five minutes, like, the flip channels. So yeah. you have to kind of decide if you want to, you know, sleep with HBO tonight or if you want to, you know, camp out with the uh, other network. And uh, But it works because how many channels can you watch at a time, really? It's impossible,
2: you know, so, you know, it doesn't even make sense to, you know, uh, pay... Uh,
1: the there, there's so many, there's mind. so much technology coming to us, and so much media. I think more and more things are coming to us. Whether it's, uh, you know, technology we wear, uh, a technology we use for our everyday lives, um, it, it's really changing. I mean, just the fact now that uh, my washing machine is talking to the wireless network and checking in, who's it checking in with? It's letting me know it finished its wash, or letting me know the dryer's done. I mean something like that was even gonna gonna happen I think some of the stuff is good but I think we've gotten way out of hand yeah. you know with, with with the way we're just communicating and and what we're doing and, and and what's really the purpose to let me know that my wash finished so I can run down and put in the dryer I mean or I could turn my washing machine on without having to be home do I really need that ability I mean I love technology as you know but does that technology make sense no, no. I don't know it, it seems like a, a type of fad gadget you know everybody buys those gadgets that always seem like you know the Joneses are doing it and then mm. you can't return them <laughs> <laughs> and these are gadgets that either you know they usually don't break but you just sort of you put them in the, on the closet in a shelf and you leave them there and by the end of the year you're like oh my gosh what'd I buy what's in my closet I don't use any of this stuff I need more room in my closet I need another closet no, you need to throw some of the stuff out. Exactly. So I, I, th- I think I think that's the challenge. But I, I know that as as COVID's around right now, I think people are just really I don't know they're, they're really looking for a, a solution. What, what do you think's going on with that? What do you think? What do you think people are doing? They're going through their heads?
2: Yeah, I, I think you know you, you kind of nailed it uh, on the head there. You know, John, you really brought up some really uh, invaluable points here, and um, you know you're you really are going in the right direction by saying that people are looking for solutions uh, that's mostly most of the time that's um, you know that's what they really were, were built for uh, you know uh, products um, you know the products that we use the technology that we use they're supposed to solve a problem um, most time people do want their problems solved uh, now I think people want to be entertained more than anything because they're bored out their head.
1: Uh, so they they want to be entertained. But one thing right. I'm noticing, a lot of people are networking online and stuff like that, which I think is fantastic. Right. But, you know, there's only so many hours in the day. And, you know, you do need to put time in that's going to do what I call generate revenue. I mean, you can go and play games online. You go network with people. But is there a value to that? And how do you quantize? I mean, what I've been noticing a lot is there's so many free events out there. Maybe mm-hmm. people need to stop having free events and maybe charging for some quality events. And attending those. Um, I think the free events, I don't know, they have like no expectation. People register. People don't show. There's no real commitment. I guess it's because they always say, you know, when, when you commit to a dollar or, or commit to a price, uh, then you'll attend. Uh, mm-hmm. When you don't put your money on the line, then I don't think you're really that vested. Let me see how many hundred events I can sign up for and get on people's rosters. Right. Uh, so I think you're right. People are bored out of their mind. But I think people are trying to look for a solution. And I think people are starting to realize that we're going toward a new economy. The new economy is called the digital economy. Now, I'm not talking about money that's not real money, uh, that's digital money. I'm talking about money that were just services that are becoming digital, things that are becoming virtual. So the new economy is digital and virtual services. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel that there is a certain population of our world. That doesn't want to embrace this, and some of these people are not even that old, and they just don't want to. They don't want to deal with it. Uh, they're playing the blame game. You,
0: you don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. now in Lowry or downtown.
1: No, um, I think. The the situation is everybody's responsible. I mean, no one's at fault for it, uh, unless you're giving somebody the virus. But, I mean, Hmm. I think people have to, you know, be responsible and understand that what they're doing is not just to protect themselves, but to protect the betterment of the communities that they're part of. And uh, I just seeing a lot of this, you know, me first, me first. Uh, The other day I was out going to buy a, a thing of paper towels at the local store and I always buy the the jumbo packs which you can't always get all the time now with covid but they're they're getting better. And the one lady almost knocked me down to get them. I'm like here you could take the last roll you could take the last package I, I'm good. It's like right. they, they they don't think before they act dude you, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, it just they just it just sort of happens now, you know they do, people are just really very impulsive so they just react reactatory, you know um uh, in in everything they do, you know so I can see what they're getting you know, they're okay. getting
1: better Marcus they're getting better I mean I won't say they're gonna knock you over you know for the touchdown uh before if I was like close to the to the touchdown line I'd better run because I'm gonna get tackled if I've got the gold in my hand or the paper towel in my hand I'll just give it to you, you don't have to tackle me like I'll play touch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i I think I think that's the thing people are starting to realize I think the real thing though is getting people back back to work right yeah trying to embrace that whole thing of going back to work and, you know, what people are doing. Um, but I do feel in some regards, I think we're moving too fast.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know, um, I, I think, you know, it's all relative uh, to, you know, to a certain extent, you know, uh, you know, it, it depends on what you're doing, you know, so, you know, but, you know, time has, uh, is speed in you know, you um, uh, look where we are right now so you know we, we are already you know going until August so you know and um, this this thing has um, with corona has um, lasted longer than what many people most people didn't think you know it, mo-
1: it morphed into its own its own entity yeah its, its a, own you know its its own, own world. separate world
2: yeah so it's a separate world it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lifestyle now so um, you know and it's a force upon lifestyle um, and you know I, and one way or the other You, you have to adapt around it you know? So I think if you can Find a way to continue to adapt around it And, uh, and, and with the Things that come with it you know, I, I think you can find a way to uh, Slow down At least slow down um, time you know, In your own world
1: I, I, I agree, I think there's a one positive thing There's a lot of positive things, but I think one positive thing That we all can take away with Corona Is we have time Mm-hmm. we've had the time you know you don't get a chance to say hey I want to turn the world off so I can just stop you don't get that luxury so I think this was nice because a lot of us got a chance to rethink things um, because there was no urgency for a few months right. now people are panicking a little bit so I think it was good I think sometimes we need a national shutdown day I know people probably kill me for that but you oh, know, yeah, maybe,
2: maybe, nice. maybe, nice, <laughs> maybe it's
1: maybe it's like a week, a year, and I don't mean that it's just a vacation, but I mean it's like a week where everything shuts down except for food. Mm -hmm. A time where we can be with our families, a time where we can just enjoy things, Uh, not we have to put masks on, but a time when just the essentials of life are required to be open. That means no technology. You have a laptop, that's fine, but those things are not going to be necessarily not that they're going to be closed, but the focus is going to be on family. It's going to be on, you know, picnics and things like that. And I feel that if we had a national, I don't wanna call it family day, but I'm almost going to say a national retreat week, you know what I'm saying? Where mm-hmm. we have that. And I would love to see that our government for that week. I mean, I know this is far fetched. I love to see them pay everybody's salary for that. week, Just as a, just as a you know a way to motivate people because we always say people don't do things unless you pay them right yeah unfortunately um and uh i always tell people it's not about the money do something you like and you really love the money will come Mm. but when you're focused on that first i feel that you're so much into you know wanting to to get it you're so attached to the outcome. You don't give it a chance to happen. So if we could have a national, even if we don't get paid for the week, a national something week, and maybe in that week, there's something that makes it worthwhile. The yeah. companies allow that to happen, so everything kind of shuts down. Uh, if there's a tax due that week, or whatever, everything kind of has an abatement for one week. Right. You know what I'm saying? A little different than Christmas or other holidays, but something where like I know that in March something, or whatever time it is, that it's just going to shut everything down, and I know that if I haven't a chance to, you know, take time for myself, Isn't that a good idea.
2: That's a great idea. I, I think you know <laughs> that's a real wonderful proposal, and it gives uh, most people, it gives a lot of people time to ref- do that, that that bit of reflection they need. Uh, and that that respite they need as well. Uh, a lot of times, people don't take that at all. You know, it's you know, like you said, we, it's so, we're so we so ramped up all the time, and you know, and and what um, when we first went into uh, quarantine, you know, and it had to stay at home waters, you know, that was the first time everybody had that respite. So if we had that annually, that's a good. That's a great proposal, John you know uh, I,
1: th- I think so and, and I have one more topic that, this stuff <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, know, I know where I come up with it, it just sort of comes up uh, I have one more thing that's kind of been kind of bugging me is um, you know YouTube you heard what YouTube's doing right
2: yeah this is uh, this is terrible um, you know and uh, especially since I know so many people in the disability in, in this uh, in this community uh, that's uh, being affected so yeah YouTube tell us what YouTube is doing you know uh, you know you can read I don't know. Account. I don't
1: know why they're doing it, Marcus. I don't know a lot of times why they do things. Yeah,
2: definitely.
1: they make channels hard to find until you publish so many videos. Um, you know, they, they just they make oh, things yeah, they hard. They take away <laughs> views. They uh, oh, They do lots of stuff. I mean, you do a lot of YouTube. You do a lot of great stuff, and you carry our content. We appreciate it, but I just don't understand why things happen. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We always try to meet YouTube's guidelines and do everything you know, right to the nines and follow all the rules. And um, I, I just wish I knew why some decisions were made. That, that's all. If I knew why those decisions were made, uh, it would just help me. And, and with this thing, with especially with the American Disabilities Act, it's not only going to go against the, you know, there's a bill, actually. Uh, it's law in some places where your website has to be ADA compliant. But, you know, the fact that they're doing this, I, I just don't get why they're doing it. Is They say it's a feature issue, but usually it's not a feature issue. It's usually money. Or it's some kind of a resource issue. I can't see how this is causing a big problem. Like, you know, why... I would just like to know what led up to this. Like, hey, community, this is what we've been doing. We're working on it. We're thinking about discontinuous feature. What is your feedback?
2: Mm. Did you ever
1: notice they don't do that?
2: No, they don't. They they don't ask before they implement things. They just go ahead and rally forward with it. You know, um, as though it's, you know... It's though like hey you know again let's go back go back to what I was saying earlier about like hey you know do some of these these companies don't you don't value the, the the people who who
1: uh,
2: uh, shop with them so you know like um, yeah it, it, people are consuming. L-
1: loyalty I think is going to become really important di- during this time because um, you know it, it, it's about that extra mile that people are going I think it's about the education. Uh, we're doing a lot of other people are doing and, you know, trying to pe- put people on the right track so they don't fall into, you know, a pit or a hole that's going to be hard for them to dig themselves out of. And uh, I look at it like this, Marcus, if, if, if the show uh, helps one person, you know, protect their right identity or helps them save money. Uh, you know, I think we've done our, our, our good karma for the world. And, you know, I, I love spending time with, you know, on the show and, and all of our uh, our wonderful viewers here uh, today, whether you're watching us live or uh, you're watching us on a replay, you know, we're very grateful for that. Uh, you know, we do the show because of you. And uh, I- I'm very passionate to be here. And uh, it's just something so great when I know that I'm going to be on air with you guys and, and-, and gals. And-, and just knowing that when I'm going to do an unboxing or do a review, I really um, try to give you all the feedback I can hand um you know as if it was something i'm purchasing and uh obviously how people take my my professional opinion but sometimes you know you don't get that chance unless you have a friend or a a cousin or a nephew or family member in the business uh it always seems like somebody's out for another reason and uh here at the Moore tech talk show you know we've been doing this for a very long time And um, it's our hope that our show is going to connect with you, your family, your friends, your colleagues, get them to share us, like it, click on the subscribe, of course, the notification icon, so that Google will share this out. And uh, when we publish new content on that channel, we'll go ahead and notify you. But, uh, you know, I think it's more than just uh, about technology. I think, Marcus, what we're building here is a community. We're building a trusted community of people uh, and ourselves that, you know, just want to get answers and want to know the truth about things.
2: Yeah, you're so right. you hitting the right points. And, you know, as I, you know, scroll down these comments here, you know, and and I see, you know, wonderful people just, you know, cheering you on here, you know, that, you know, it's really encouraging. It's really encouraging. Thank you. know, that,
1: that, that always brings tears to my eyes. Thank you very much. Thank you, viewers. Thank you. You
2: know, so, you know, it's really encouraging, you know, to see, you know, that, like, you're making an impact, you know, um... John, you know you, you know you, you know you really put your sweat, you know, and uh, and harden to this, you know, um, and you know this is what what this is really about, you know, and um.
1: Thank you. I I really I appreciate
2: it. It's definitely a pleasure, you know, to to be with you and you know, and um, those out there listening, and all also watching, you know, uh, you know.
1: And and we definitely in the future want to get you guys to call in too, and. And become active with our show. Of course, we appreciate your comments, but we want to hear from you. And if you want a topic for a show, uh, you, you can go to the to the, to the uh, transform.us slash jmore page, or you can go to com, click on Contact Us, and tell us what show idea you have. And uh, if we use your idea, we'll send you a little something, just a little something, to say thank you, because uh, we're here because of you, and we wouldn't be on the air if it wasn't for you.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah. I think it's that time. I know we. I don't know where our time goes, Marcus. <laughs> uh, if you have, of course, if you want to stay connected with us, you know you can you can visit all the shows uh, at jmore.com slash shows Check out our Jay Moore Tech Talk show. I see those live every week. Uh, the replays, the jmore unboxing, the Jay Moore reviews. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our channel, like us, share us, comment. Uh, if you have an idea for a show, or if you have something you want to unbox, let us know. Uh, You know, we want to let you know, you know, we're not just about computers, you know, guys. We're about things that you can hold in your hand, you can put in your pocket, you can carry, um, you can lug, you can have installed in your home, your office. And yes, we'll even talk about things that you drive that will go there. So um, there's really no limits uh, to the technology that we're going to explore for you because we want to get those questions answered that you have. And, and let you know the truth about things so that, you know, maybe you're not ready to buy technology today from wherever it is. But maybe you just want to know the answer to something. And uh, maybe we're going to let you know that it's not worth it. And maybe this hype on this media that you see is trying to get you to buy something. And I'd rather not have you buy something than have you be disappointed. So if you want to stay in touch with us, you obviously know how. But if you have a smartphone, you just pick up your phone just like so. And you can text IT support. That's IT s-u-p-p-o-r-t to triple eight triple one that's i-t support to triple eight triple one and you'll be entered into our vip um notification system for our uh, our shows and our events and and you'll get information on things and you'll be the first ones to know about it before anybody and uh i think that's a real uh, a real good thing and we're building a great community here so please do tell your friends and your family and your colleagues and Anybody, whether they're a pro, and we have a brand new uh, channel coming out, just to let you know uh, j Moore helping seniors. And we'll be exposing those fraudsters uh, right online. So, again, it has been a pleasure, Marcus, uh, as always yes. with you.
2: Indeed. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Uh, thank you, John. You know, and um, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the j Moore Tech Talk Show. Join we'll see you
1: next time, everyone. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 8881. That's IT support to 8881, and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the Jaymore Tech Talk show. Remember, jmor.com.